Hey everybody, this is Cara Johnstad, voice visionary and founder of Voice Your Essence. And at Voice Your Essence, we're connecting people back to exactly that, their voice and their authentic voice through writing, through songwriting, through voice classes, through singing, through something that we call voice yoga, and also through business development programs. So that's what we do. Because I deeply believe that when we're talking about heart and mind, the voice is the bridge that we need to heal and bring out into the world. Everybody has something unique. So that's what we do at Voice Your Essence. So today's article is basically to inspire people who can talk and yet they feel that they can't sing. So I have this theory which is every single person can sing. And the crazy thing is, is that 60% of the population in Western Europe and the States, they think they can't really sing. And now this is a huge, huge developmental milestone as kids that we can all sing, right? And if we had 60% of the people that learned how to walk, and they couldn't walk anymore, we'd be like, what is happening? And if we have 60% of the people that are learning to eat solid food, suddenly a few years later say, well, I can't eat solids, we'd be like, what is happening? And yet every child learns to voice freely, and yet something happens. Something happens that they stop. And so this deep share is for you. I use someone who says, I can't sing it deep down, you wish it weren't true. And if you're honest, you want to be free from your fear. You love music. You remember singing as a kid. It was easy. It made you happy. And then something happened. You got hurt. You pulled back. You cut yourself off from the natural flow of energy. So what happens in our life that we can all have a gift and for some it stays and for others it seems to mysteriously vanish? Or is this a lie? Everyone has a voice. Learning to speak is a big developmental milestone that happens between the age of 18 and 24 months. By the time kids are two years old, most of them are combining two words to make up simple sentences. Singing is one of the first things that parents do with their babies when they are born. Parents are constantly singing and sharing made-up rhyming songs and wordless ditties, anything to encourage them, comfort them, connect with them. When we are very young children, singing is a part of our life. We go from a few words to sprouting full sentences and then ask endless questions about everything under the sun. Singing comes naturally. We don't have to learn. We are voice. We are song. We are born to express. We are born to make sound. We are born to sing. Singing is a very natural thing, like walking, like eating, like speaking. We encourage our kids to sing and dance and chant simple rhythmic nursery rhymes we learn language through silly words. We love Dr. Seuss and doing the hokey pokey. 
We can shake and squeal, roar like a lion and bark like dogs. Our voice is the center of our universe. We are able to sing stories before we can read. Parents seem to lose their shyness about singing while holding their babies and rocking them to sleep, and kids have no feeling of good and bad while they are stirring the cookie batter, singing, Patty cake, patty cake, baker's man, bake me a cake as fast as you can. Do you know the muffin man, the muffin man, the muffin man? And then it stops. What happened? Science claims that 60% of the population has trouble matching tones and keeping a rhythm. Yes, what happened? If 60% of the population had problems walking or eating, we would be alarmed. Why do we, as a society, accept that all toddlers can sing and only 40% of adults can hold a tune when we are equipped with the same biological hardware to produce a wide range of tones? At which point does singing go from something that's natural and fun to being something only for the elite? Once children are at school, parents begin to consider their musical ability like they're talking about reading or writing or math because singing and talking is so natural. Parents give it very little importance. Gone are the days of reading stories to each other and gone are the days of singing together as a family. With school comes grades and training kids for their future. Parents' ambitions set in and kids get music lessons on piano and flute. They are taken to soccer and baseball and suddenly, without anyone noticing it, singing has been dealt a critical blow. Yes, as young kids, we have a strong bond with our parents and ourselves inside our own bodies through singing. And suddenly we learn that music needs to be read. Instruments need to be bought. Practice, practice, practice is emphasized. Music does not simply happen. It's something to be studied, to be trained, to be learned. The natural instincts we have to be able to sing at the drop of a hat are now void. Even though nearly all of us are equipped with the biological hardware to produce a wide range of notes, bad singing is still rampant, says Professor Hutchkins. Singing is a complete expression, he exclaims. The majority of people around 60% have a difficult time with it. When will singing reappear in the family? When will singing return to be as natural as walking and talking? When will we start singing songs together and sharing melodies instead of consuming music while listening silently to how others sing the emotional landscapes that we are going through? When being a singer or a musician means having to sing in the coldest room of the house so that the people can watch television without being bothered, we get a very subtle message that singing is basically not wanted. So if you're somebody out there who thinks you can't sing, 
If you're somebody who says all the time, no, I really can't sing, I can't hold a tone, I mean, I'd love to actually sing with you, I'd love to actually do it, but you know I can't. It is time to flip your belief systems and reclaim your voice. It's time to go from fear to love and reconnect to the lost pieces of yourself waiting to be healed. It's time to step into joy. Step into a place that the voice dwells in which is free from judgment or fear. We often presume that you either have a voice or you don't. Our language is full of judgments that somebody is tone deaf or he can't hold a tune or he doesn't know how to breathe. All this crazy stuff. We have forgotten that every single child has been a singer and knows that place of freedom and creativity. Very, very few people are tone deaf. Most people are simply rusty. They are wounded singers. They were not encouraged or listened to. Their parents listened to the car radio instead of the kids singing in the back seat. And they actually told their kids to be quiet so they could concentrate. And now with so many technological gadgets vying for our kids' attention, there's little room for singing anymore. Because singing needs space. So again, what if you hadn't walked for years? Would you expect yourself to move with a quick gait throughout town? And what if you hadn't eaten for days? Let's say you fasted. Would you start with a heavy meal? So if you haven't sung for a few years, why do you put the pressure on yourself that everything has to come out perfectly or else you can't sing? Be gentle with yourself. The throat is a gateway between your heart and mind. It is a bridge. We have many deeply rooted emotions and fears locked inside our voice. If we have been holding it back for years, it's going to take a little bit of time to reopen and reconnect and realign yourself with your sound, with your vibration. Singing cannot be done in silence. You see, singing needs a lot of acceptance and understanding, trust and love. Allow yourself to come back to that place without any pressure. The same pureness of being as when you were a very small child. Begin with learning poetry by heart. Begin with matching tones slowly with maybe a very good friend who can hold that space and give you the time needed to adjust and retune. Saying yes to your voice is a game changer. You're not only saying yes to singing songs, you're saying yes to your whole self, to your whole being. You're also saying yes to your whole body-mind-spirit connection. You're not learning to sing. You guys, you are born a singer. You are learning to heal. You are learning to realign your heart and mind through the connecting force, which is your voice. So thanks so much for being with me here today at the Voice Your Essence podcast. If you'd like to receive this podcast together with articles and free offers and invitations to live stream concerts and concerts, simply go to karajohnstadt.com, opt in, 
and we will get you your gifts off in a jiffy. In the moment, we have a beautiful guided voice meditation available and a few other things. So just come by carajohnson.com, opt in, and you're going to be part of this growing community. If you're involved in social media, I'd love to see you. Come to facebook.com slash carajohnson.official or you can find me at facebook.com slash voiceyouressence. I'm also on SoundCloud and LinkedIn, Google, Twitter, and having a fantastic time on Pinterest where we are uploading the newest Kara Sutras for the forthcoming book of Kara Sutras for Singers on the Path and also creating those wonderful vision boards so that you guys all have the resources that you need to be really successful connecting with your voice back to your writing, back to your songs, back to your speaking, back to the message that you carry for this world. So leave me comments, drop me a line, and until then, stay gold. Bye-bye. Just let it go Release 
Trust in what is really 